Welcome to Growth Hack by Poppy Digital. Tips and tricks to master the algorithms from industry insiders. Now here's your host, Julian Espinoza. Welcome back to Growth Hack, where we break down marketing channels like Google, Facebook, Instagram, and show them how to make them work for you. Barry Schwartz, do I need to say more? When it comes to the latest news about what Google is doing with their search algorithm, Barry is one of the brightest minds. Barry is the founder of Search Engine Roundtable and has covered search engines for over 17 years. Barry is also the news editor at Danny Sullivan's Search Engine Land. Barry is always at the forefront of the latest news and trends in search. Barry has and currently provides an advisory role for Google, Yahoo Search, and Microsoft's Bing. In 2019, Barry was awarded the Outstanding Community Service Award from Search Engine Land. And in 2018, he was awarded U.S. Search Personality of the Year. We bring on Barry to talk Google penalties, most important ranking factors Google has, and his advice if you want to rank on the search engines. Please enjoy my fruitful conversation with Barry Schwartz. Welcome, Barry. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, looking forward to it. This is a a very special episode for me because this is the first time we're going to be talking about SEO, search engine optimization on this show. That's amazing. I don't know what else you're supposed to talk about if you're not talking about SEO, but I guess you filled in the blanks pretty well. Well, you know, it's uh, th- this show is about growth hacking. So um, I think uh, we need to jump into um, the idea of SEO and, and, and where, where it's at in the current state of affairs. So let's get right into it. What's new in SEO? Yeah. So, I mean, the basics with SEO typically don't change so much. Just basically about building great things, great content that search engines want to rank. Um, but when it comes to like what has changed over the years recently, I mean, Google released like a page experience update that was released, uh, you know, last month or a month before that Google released something called mum and they've been expanding that over the past several months, passage ranking, there's numerous core updates that affect the search results and spam updates and so forth. Um, Google's constantly releasing new structured data elements that they support for rich results. Um, just recently people have been complaining about the title tag changes, the title changes in the Google search. So things are constantly changing. Sure. T- tell us a little bit about title tag changes. What, what, what happened there? So Google changed how it, um, um, basically what it shows for the titles and the snippets. So you see the, like the, the search results and the blue link that actually is the title of the snippet. Google used to generally use primarily use your, um, title attribute title tag from your website, um, not always, but most of the time, Google stopped using it as much. Um, now they're using it like, I don't know, 85% of the time as opposed to maybe closer to like 100% of the time. Uh, and Google made a tweak there and a bunch of SEOs got upset because um, Google's like, hey, why aren't you using my title tag anymore? I optimized it so that I can have the highest click-through rate and so forth. And Google made a tweak and tweaked it again. And it's been calmer a little bit, but things like that constantly change. You gotta constantly be on top of it. What are they using instead? The header like the H1 tag or H2 tags. Um, sometimes the alt text pointing to the website um, and sometimes something they might pull off from the content of your website. So you're kind of um, famous on the internet for talking about what's new in SEO and is anything really actually new? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, constantly things are changing in the space. Um, I mean, new recommendations, new search console features, new tools, new changes to the algorithm, um, new updates to how Google ranking works, um, local space, Google's constantly testing new things, structured data. So things are constantly changing in the space. Like I said, the fundamentals really haven't really changed much. So outside of basic SEO, in your opinion, what's the single most important 
factor that Google relies on for web rankings. Right. So I guess outside of like on-page content, I mean, content is, in my opinion, the most important thing. It fuels everything. Uh, but I still think links are super, super important. But like, like you know, content fuels the links. If you have bad content, um, people probably won't link to it. If you have bad user experience, if you have a, but if you have great stuff that people want to link to, I think that will drive a lot of traffic. It's not just about you know, having the great content. It's, I mean, about the links, it's about having the content that drives the links, that drives the interest to your website. So I think it all really does start with the content um, and having a really great user experience around your content. Uh, and that really drives everything, in my opinion. Um, obviously, you could push it more, like you push anything with marketing, but you want to push people to see your content so they can read it and they want to link to it. But I think it all starts with that piece of content. And then what would be the next item on the list? Yeah, so yeah, content, links, um, and then outside of that, it's, it depends on the kind of sector you're in um, and what your current setup is. If you have really bad technical SEO or your, all your pages like are constructed in a way that makes it impossible for Google to actually crawl and index, you have to work on that. Um, so every website is unique in that sense that, you know, some people, some people's websites, you know, the title of the page says homepage for every, or, or you know, homepage for every single page of, the, of your 500 page website. So that's a basic SEO thing that you kind of have to fix. Um, some people have issues where they're using really advanced JavaScript websites and Google can't even crawl them. And there are ways to get those sites crawled and indexed and properly you know, ranked and searched. So it all depends on the specific situation. But in terms of the, the two primary things that everybody has to watch, watch out for is one, content, and two, are links. So I think this is uh, an interesting part of the conversation going into links. Um, <clears throat> links can be taken, um, taken in many different directions, uh, putting it lightly. And over the years, we've seen a lot of different formats on, on how, to, how to approach these links. Um, in your mind, in an in, in ethical white hat SEO, what, how do you consider uh, a good link building strategy? Right. So going after links is the wrong approach. It's again, it's, it's, you have to do something where people just want to naturally link to you. I've never in my life ever asked anybody to link to my website. Um, and I have. I don't know, about millions probably of links to my website. I just write stuff that I think I like. I write stuff that I think people in my industry would like and people share it like crazy. Um, people love to share stuff that they find to be useful. They like to email it to people. They like to post it on social media. They like to write reference it in their own blog content or their own content and link to it that way. Um, so it's really about not worrying about getting links, but writing stuff or having stuff that people like so that they like it so much that they want to actually link to it. I mean, I've gotten received links from the Google blog, from, you know, New York Times, from Wall Street Journal. I mean, I didn't ask for those people to link to me. They just do it. And sometimes it's, it's, a, it's a nice surprise to see it. Um, but those types of links are worth the most. I think just keeping it simple, being useful to the world in some sort of capacity would be a good way to frame how to link build. Yeah, basically build something or write something that is useful, that is unique, that people would want to share with their, you know, like-minded friends. Good to hear. Uh, next question, something that's a little, uh, it's an interesting topic. Does Google actually, <clears throat> ask that question again, does Google actually penalize websites? Uh, yes, they do. They penalize websites in two different primary ways. One is through manual actions, which are basically human reviewers looking at your website and saying you did something against the Google Webmaster guidelines. And there's a list of all the different manual actions. You can just search for Google manual actions in Google and then get a list of all the manual actions. And two are of, um, through the algorithm. 
Um, although Google doesn't necessarily call them penalties, they call them, you know, just basically quality rankings, uh, quality, quality um, algorithms that detect what the most quality um, or relevant results are for this specific query. But when Google releases a core update or a um, Panda or Penguin pe uh, algorithm back in the old days, if your rankings dropped five listings or went to page two or went to page three, that felt like a penalty. And Google doesn't necessarily call it a penalty. They call it an algorithm update or quality update, but it feels like you've been penalized. And sometimes, you know, you got to just call it what it is. You call a spade a spade. When your rankings drop significantly, it feels like you've been penalized. Talking about these updates, um, Google has become very sophisticated uh, and, and since 2002. Um, I, I had a small stint in SEO for, for many years, and it, it, it was definitely interesting kind of following these updates. You know, as these things have come, become more sophisticated, sort of how we handle SEO has become more complicated. What advice do you have for future SEOs? I wouldn't get bogged down in the details. I mean, first, you have to make sure the most basic, basic thing is to make sure that Google is able to access your website um, and crawl it and figure out the pages. And Google Search Console is like a no-brainer. Just register your website with the Google Search Console and see if there's any issues there. And outside of that, it's really just really building stuff that, like we said, or if people find useful, people want to link to, people want to consume and share with their friends. And as long as you build a really unique um, and useful and great website, it sounds easier than you know than it is. It's, it sounds pretty basic. It's it's often hard to do. And there's very a lot of competitors on the internet. New competitors come up all the time. Just build something that your users love and want to share with their colleagues. I got one question that I didn't necessarily prepare you for. We've seen, because uh, you've talked a lot about building a good website and building a healthy website. Um, there's a lot of technologies, uh, and I think they've advanced. WordPress has advanced. Wix has advanced. Squarespace has advanced itself. These templated websites have advanced itself. There's other players on the market like October CMS. Um, they're uh, just building a straight up uh, uh, website from uh, scratch is another option. What technology and would you let the technology of a website factor into your SEO? Yes, uh, but most platforms generally do very well, like you said, with SEO these days. Back you know, 20 years ago, it was novel to have a platform, a content management system that actually produced unique URLs that could produce you know, basic SEO fundamentals. Uh, it used to be like every single page had a unique URL every single time you loaded the page, like session IDs and stuff like that. So that you don't really have anymore, um, but there are some new uh, frameworks that you have to be uh, careful about. Most of them do understand SEO, uh, but just do some searches like platform name and SEO and see what comes up in Google in terms of the challenges before you actually adopt it. Good to hear. So Barry, how would someone reach you and what would someone go to these platforms for? Uh, I know you're always producing content. So talk to us a little bit about the content you produce and where you could find that. On my blog, Search Engine Roundtable, seroundtable.com, on Search Engine Land, searchengineland.com. I share it on all on Twitter. So if you're on Twitter, Twitter, my username is Rusty Brick. Um, so definitely just follow those places. And if you want to learn more about me, rustybrick.com slash Barry. All right, Barry. Well, thanks for coming on the show and look forward to having you back soon. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure.